the school is out. Which means it's time for Hi Kids. Good afternoon and welcome to the Hi Kids Show. I'm Brian Oena and I'm 11 years old. Thank you for tuning to the Hi Kids Show. This is Hi Kids for Kids by Kids. So coming up on Hi Kids today, I'm going to be speaking to Hadley Lewis. He is the Chief Executive of the Smile Foundation. What is the Smile Foundation? Just stay tuned to 101.9 Chai FM and we'll find out more. Here are the details if you have any questions for my guest or if you just want to say hi to your friends and family. The SMS number is 34519 and is charged at 1 Rand 50. You can send me a WhatsApp on 061-895-1019 and please don't forget to sign your name. You can also call us on 010-140-3020. That's 010-140-3020. So get ready for a very interesting show on Chai Kids today. You're listening to Chai Kids on 101.9 Chai FM. This is Chai Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Brian Wena and I'm 11 years old. Good afternoon, Hedley. Hi, thanks so much for having me on. Okay, so we're going to start with the questions. What is the Smile Foundation? So the Smile Foundation is an organization that partners with hospitals and specifically hospitals with education, so they're called academic hospitals, that assist children with cleft lip and palate, children that have burns, which they may have received because of an accident, The Smile Foundation assists children that may have ears that are slightly protruded. And in the Afrikaans terminology, they're called bat ears, to tell you the truth. Um, Nose reconstructive surgeries, facial reconstructive surgeries, but we don't do the surgeries. I'm not a doctor. I'm never going to be a doctor. We're an organization that partners with the hospitals, with the heroes. And those heroes are the doctors, the surgeons, the nurses. Those people are the psychologists, the occupational therapists, the people that actually help the children. Our organization really assists children within the academic hospitals, but also to help the new up-and-coming doctors with more skills, to assist the hospitals with new equipment, infrastructure. And the last thing is really awareness, to tell other families that may have children with a cleft or with burns or needs that we support how to get the support. And those are our three key focuses that we partner with our government in order to support these children. Wow, so is this like hospital a school, but a hospital for like these children? Well, it's probably a big school, <laughs> a very, very big school. And these children, some of them are very young, so they don't even get to school yet. They can be anything from three months to 16 years, some of them a little bit older, up to 18. And unfortunately, while they're in the hospital, they can't always learn. So we hope that they'll read. They'll do a little bit of maths. But everyone is learning somewhere. So it's the university of life. Do you have like TVs or like um, games for them to play? So absolutely. So the hospitals that they're in are anything from Charlemagne to Red Cross all the way in the Cape. And these hospitals have TVs on the walls. They do have educational games. They have toys for the kiddies to play. And the environment is kiddies related. And often we have volunteers that pop in to give hugs or to just play with them and to make them smile as well. Wow, that's amazing. 
What is your job at the Smile Foundation? So my job at the Smile Foundation is I'm the Chief Executive Officer. And what that really means is just as Smile brings lots of people together, my job is to bring the team together. So I oversee the marketing, the awareness, the patient support, the operational support, the government relations, all in one nest egg and oversee it and support the team to do their individual jobs as well. So how many people are in a team? So at head office and full-time staff, we only have eight. Most people think we have 58. Wow. So like eight is actually like a small amount can even do a lot. Absolutely. Wow. Who came up with the idea to start the Smile Foundation? So no one really came up with the idea. The Smile Foundation really started because the late president, Nelson Mandela, called on our executive chairman, Mr. Mark Lubner, and there was a child that had a facial problem that couldn't smile. And Tundo really needed the support. And in South Africa, there wasn't a doctor that could help Tundo. So Nelson Mandela asked Mr. Mark Lubner to assist Tundo. And Mark, together with Nelson Mandela, together with Prof. George Saras, who was the doctor at Joburg Gen, or Charlotte Mateke, brought these two experts to South Africa for Tundo to get her surgery. And three things happened. Tundo got the late president, Madiba, to read her story. Wow. She had a surgery that changed her life. And the birth of the Smile Foundation happened. Oh, my gosh. Those are three really important things. Oh, my gosh. When the Smile Foundation started, did it have a goal or a main goal or achievement? The goal was just to help children. The goal was to help children, together with the government and the doctors, to assist them with surgical reconstructive needs. And what does that mean? So they go into the hospital. They may have a cleft, which means they've got a slight hole in the fa- in their face, either in their lip or in their palate, and the surgeons close that hole to help their families. And that was the very first thing, is to help children with clefts. And no one would have thought that we would be doing what we are today. No one wow. would have thought we're in 11 hospitals across the country. Oh, my gosh, that is so amazing. It's actually unbelievable. Are you happy with what has what has been achieved, or do you feel the Smile Foundation could grow more? So we, we're very excited. When, when Tata Madiba started with Mark Lubner, they helped one child today, and that was only in one hospital. Today, we're in 11 hospitals working side-by-side side with their hospitals and their teams, and it, the growth is unbelievable. We can help 350 children a year. Oh, my God. Oh, my word. Oh, my word. Oh, my word. How long has the Smile Foundation been going for? So we've been going for just over 18 and a half years. And every year we grow and we expand and we help more hospitals and more children. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. Does the organization only work with children or can they also help adults? So primarily we work with children, but but the term child is really 0 to 18, which is a long space of life. And we don't only help them with just the surgeries in the hospitals. We help them go to psychologists, to speech therapists, to learn to speak, learn to eat. We help them go to um, occupational therapists to teach them things that they might not have known. 
but we also teach them about confidence because if you put yourself in a, in a child that can't smile shoes, that child was made fun of at school and people didn't want to play with them, the psychologists or the teams give them that skill to, to teach them how to play with children, how to make other children speak to them, how to make that child feel that they're important in our lives. Wow, so does like a cleft palate, let's say, affect the speech? Absolutely. So, so take for one minute, um, hold your top lip. If yeah. you hold your top lip, listen, <laughs> your speech goes funny. Oh, wow. That's going to be the problem with a child that may have an open lip. Same thing if the palate is open as well. You won't have the magnification in order to create the sounds. Mm. And that's what unfortunately happens because of having a cleft. The other problem is if you've got an open hole in the front of your face or in your palate, you can get infections. It's very hard to eat. So we have to assist them with special bottles. I'm sure when you were a baby, your mom either breastfed you or used a bottle. You can't use a normal bottle because the baby can't suck the milk out of the bottle. So we have a special bottle that you can buy for a cleft baby, and the mommy squeezes the milk into the baby's mouth very slowly so the baby doesn't have to suck it out. Wow. These are all things that speech therapists then teach these mommies. Wow. So how many children have you helped so far, um, like including all the 18 years? So we, we just over 3,000 children now that oh, we've assisted, and that's probably a very conservative number because we're, those numbers really are affect the, the surgical side of it. But if you have a look last year, our psychologists assisted with over 613 hours of clinical psychotherapy for these kiddies. And what does a psychologist do? They help the child, they help mommy, and they give them advice and support. Wow, that's amazing. How do you how do people um who work for the Smile Foundation make money if they're doing the operations for free? So the surgeons and the doctors are paid for by the government. They they don't do it for free. They are already paid. The people at the Smile Foundation part of the money that people donate, people donate the money so that we get paid part of our job but we also have volunteers and we have lots of volunteers that volunteer their time and those people often work and volunteer simultaneously so most of us at the smile foundation do get paid wow so like you were saying for volunteers if somebody wants to be a volunteer how can they like tell you that they so we have a website smilefoundation.co.za and there you can connect to our social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram. Um, and on those platforms, you can tell us that you want to do it, how you want to help. It's not always easy for children because children, um, if they're too young, it's hard for them to go into the hospitals. But the older you get, there's more opportunities. So go into our Facebook and send us a message or go into the website. And being a volunteer... Like would be a great experience as well. I think so. Um, so do you still keep in touch with the children after the operation? So we've got a database of 
all the hundreds of, and the thousands that we've helped, and we try to keep in touch. But I just want to tell you a little secret, and it should remain between us and the listeners. And that secret is that sometimes children and their family want to forget about the journey. Once they've been helped, and let's take cleft, the lip has been closed, or they've finished, and sometimes they don't have one surgery, they have two surgeries, or three surgeries, or four surgeries. They want to forget that tough part of their life, and they want to be considered, and I use the word that a child used three weeks ago in the hospital, they want to be considered normal. So if you have a look at it, they don't always connect back with us. Sometimes they move on with their life. They're grateful for what we've done, the hospitals, the doctors. But they want to say, look, you've helped me, but let me maintain my life. And hopefully my new friends and family won't remember or know what I went through. Wow. I think that is a secret. Um, have you helped every single child that has come to you um, for help? for the? No. And the reality is you can't always help everybody. There are two reasons. Often through our website, we get lots of requests for help, and it's not really within the, what we do. We only help five or six specific types of conditions. And unfortunately, we can't do everything. We only have a small budget, and that budget needs to go a long way. So for us, we have to look at it. But there are other reasons that we can't help everybody. So we help children with facial deformities. But if a child first has a problem with their heart, they first got to go to the hospital and they've got to help. If they've got a problem with other areas of their body, sometimes, like their lungs or their chest, they've got to first be helped. And they've got to go through the journey. And often the plastic surgery is the last area that's actually the priority. So sometimes we can help and sometimes we can't. But here's another secret. And that secret is that SMILE doesn't choose the children. The hospitals choose the children. All of the referrals are done to the hospitals, to the doctors, to the surgeons, to the special professors. And they decide who can be helped and who can't be helped. So I'm happy to help tell you I don't have to play God. Wow. So is there another organization maybe that you know of that can help these children that can't come to the SMILE Foundation for help? So we hope so. So sometimes if there's children that need help with their hearts, there are NGOs and non-profit organizations that help them, or children that need surgeries of other natures, or children that have cancer. There are lots of NGOs and lots of good people that are out there to help them. But you always hope that you can help everybody. But the reality in life is you just can't. And helping also makes you very happy. It does. It creates a smile. So let's take a very quick sound break and we'll be right back. You're listening to Hi Kids on 101.9 Hi FM. This is Hi Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Brian Oena and I'm 11 years old. Now, let's carry on with the questions, Hedley. So can you share a special story about a child? Absolutely. There's lots of stories. And I think the, the story that, that always fits with me and remembers and, and probably the very first story that, that I remember is when I met a mommy and that mommy had a child with a cleft. And she thought that she had created the child with a cleft. She thought that it was her mistake. 
and she thought that when the baby was in her tummy that she bumped the side of her of the of the desk that she was sitting and that created the hole in the baby's face and when she spoke to our team and she spoke to the psychologist they told her no that's how the baby was created and it wasn't her fault and for a long period of time she was worried how she was going to help this baby this was her child and when the baby had had the operation all she could do was cry and cry and cry and not cry because she was sad but cry because she felt that she had made a difference and she had helped her baby and for, for the first time she realized that she didn't make the hole in the baby's face Wow, that's, th- that's an absolutely amazing story. How do you feel when you see a child smile and joy after they recover from the operation? So I think that words really can't describe it. I think that when, when you're in that um, ward and the baby and the mommy come out and they're wheeled into the ward, and normally it's not the smile of the baby's face that we all smile about. It's the smile on the mommy's face. Because for her sake, it's that we empowered her and we gave her the chance to help her baby. Obviously, seeing the smile of the child is is world-renowned. It's incredible. It's amazing. And as I said, words can't describe it. And often they're tears, not tears for sadness, but tears of joy. Because you know that now this child has got the opportunity to have a future, like me and you. We can go to Torah Academy, we can go to Yeshiva College, we can go to Fairmount, or we can go to King David. And that child, with the closure of their nose or their mouth or their burns reconstructive surgery, they're going to have a normal life. They're going to have the opportunity to have friends. Their families are not going to be told that they can't sit with them at functions. And for us, that's an emotional moment. I want to tell you another thing is that the important thing is that when we see these children, we're not sad for these children because these are children that have been helped. We're sad for the thousands or tens of thousands of children that are in villages, urban areas, in their homes, that their families don't know how to get help. So your job and my job is to tell the world how they can get helped. That's a good idea. And I'll take that advice, everybody. What part of your job do you enjoy most? So every day I get up knowing that I make a difference. I used to be in the corporate world. I used to be working for Vodacom. But now I work for a foundation that doesn't work for money. We work to help others, to put smiles on children's faces. And every single action, every single time we do something, it's going to impact the world. It's almost like that story that when when you get cold, you can either put a jersey on or you can light a fire. If you're lighting a fire, you're going to help so many more people. If you put a jersey, you're only warming yourself. So with my job, I get to create many smiles and warm many people's hearts. I think that is much better than money. But I I'm a child, so I don't really deal with money. What is the most challenging part about your job? So the, the challenging part of my job is sometimes when we can't help a child when the surgery has to be cancelled. As we were saying, sometimes a child just isn't ready for the surgery. So they might have to have their heart fixed or their lungs fixed or something else fixed before we can help them. And that makes me sad. The other thing is that sometimes a child will arrive at the hospital and they'll be sick. They'll have the flu, a sniff, then they can't have that operation. And once again, that's something that upsets us as well. 
So unfortunately, we have to wake up the next day and hope that, that we can help children the next day. That's challenging, but you know that you're always trying to help people. That's amazing. Does the Smile Foundation work with other organizations such as Reach for Dream? We work with lots of organizations. Our philosophy and the way we work is we don't pay for something that someone else can pay for. So we haven't had a lot and we don't work a lot with Mervyn and Reach for a Dream, but they do great work. We work with organizations like Africa Tikkun who feed children, who, who help children, and they refer children into us. We work with organizations called Wings of Wishes, and they will pay for sometimes the flights that the children need to come to the hospitals. So for us, it's about working with many NGOs, many organizations. Sometimes it's corporates that donate money, or the other thing is they could give us tickets, just like Kaluna may do. So we work with lots of people, and that's why we can remain a small team. Wow. What happens if a child lives far away um, from the place where the doctors work? What would you do? So we're very happy that in South Africa we support 11 hospitals in five provinces across the country. But if there's still nowhere for them to go in those provinces, one of our donors is Kalula. And Kalula gives us free tickets to fly the parent and the child. And they come and they go to the hospital and they have whatever's needed as many times as they need it. And that's the support. Otherwise, we use Uber. That will assist us. Otherwise, we'll use taxis or transport to get the child. The distance is not a problem because in today's times, you've got cars, buses, aeroplanes, I've never used a ship, though. (laughs) Do you want to? If it was necessary, but at the moment we haven't had the opportunity. Although it would be kind of cool. Probably would. Um, Can you describe some of your fundraisers? So every year we have the most remarkable people that put lots of fundraisers together for us. So some of the big fundraisers that we've had, we have cycle funds at Mauro's Arch, where people come and they spin on a bike. We have the Kiddies Race, which is at Melrose Arch and and other parts of the country. And children come and they ride their bikes and we raise money. So it's kids supporting kids. Can I do that? You sure can. As long as you've got a bike and a helmet, you can. Some of the other fundraisers, quite soon, we have the Diskem Sydenham Golf Day. I think it's on the 20th of of November and people participate in the golf day and we get supported 94.7 rides we have hundreds and hundreds of riders that really participate and they wear out gear but more importantly they ride to help children so then the numbers are vast for Madiba Day we had a Discovery Madiba soccer event that Octagon sponsored and every everybody came and they played in soccer teams and people played soccer to support Smile. So the fundraisers are lots. If you have a look at the moment, from now until the end of the year, we have 21 events still to go. Oh, my word. Oh, my word, you're right. Oh, my gosh. That's, whoa. And this also just shows, since you have so many fundraisers, how many people care as well. Absolutely. Um, how can families of the children 
contact you if they need to get hold of you? So there are lots of ways. The first way is really the website. I think that's the easiest. Smilefoundation.coza. On the website, there's a refer button. It's as easy as putting in your details, pressing a button, and that goes straight to us. The second way is Facebook, Twitter, any of our platforms have a messaging our system. And Facebook is probably the most popular. And then we've just died, we've just created a new option, and that's we've got our very own app, which you can download for your iPhone, your iPad, your Samsung, any tablets, any Android phones. And that's Smile Foundation if you're looking for the app. And you can refer a patient there as well. And lastly, 0861-A-SMILE is the number to call. And we'll take your calls and your messages and you can become part of that journey. But more importantly, everyone in South Africa can be part of that journey. That's very true. But what happens if a family doesn't have, like, internet access or like anything to do with electronic access. So you need something. Mm. So even if it's a cell phone or you can ask a friend to phone our number, you need a, the last option is probably to go to a clinic across the country and ask that clinic how you can contact the Smile Foundation or they'll refer that family to a hospital they can. Wow. So how can people contact you if they want to donate or help in any other way? Same ways. It's either the website, smilefoundation.coza, Facebook, Twitter. You can even look me up directly on LinkedIn. And you can message me directly or tweet me directly on my own Twitter handle. But Smile Foundation has all the social media elements. Similarly, you can use our phone number. And people are there ready to take your call, to take your donation, and to use that money to help a child. Wow. So thank you so much for coming on Car Kids today and teaching us more about the Smile Foundation. It sounds very interesting. This has been Car Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Brown Oena and I'm 11 years old. Thank you, my, thank you to my guest, Hedley, for coming on Car Kids today. And thank you to my producer, Mandy, and DJ Flo for pushing all the r- big buttons. Join us on Monday for another Kha Kids show, only on 11.9 Kha FM. Shabbat shalom and goodbye, kids.